the first law of Ivanova's hair. Doesn't make any sense. Do the IMDb corner because oh, good grief. Look, do you know what it's like when telepaths make love? You and I being of firm New England stock understand yes. what it means to be emotionally bound up. This might be my adult brain. Look at you being all judgy. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. I generally want uh, less Jack the Ripper. I should probably just cut all of this. The dutiful master of horse. Brain, brain, what is brain? Oh, I'm sorry. Suck it, DS9. I'm full of tinier vorlons! Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Don't step to me with Bionic Bigfoot, man. I think I've had enough of you. I shall sail into the west and remain Garibaldi. What's she gonna look like with a chimney on her? Episode 108. Objects in motion and objects at rest. In which we say goodbye. Coming to you live from the Tower of Undeserved Shame. Hmm. This is the shame, name of the pod, shame, the Babylon shame. 5 podcast. Shame, shame, shame. The Babylon 5, what the hell was I talking about? The Babylon 5 podcast <laughs> where we discuss the ongoing cultural legacy of the 1990 science fiction television program, Babylon 5. My name is John Cassie and I'm joined as always by my dear friend and as daft as me, co-host. Super daft, Chris Tatro. <laughs> yeah, we've only done this 110 <laughs> times. times. Right. Folks, we were we were talking in the pre-show about how it's good that we're coming to the end of this program because our own technical skills at podcasting appear to be oh. going going over the edge of we have just lost it, right? So in our defense, we have a lot going on at the same time. So that's there's right. you know, we're we're juggling a lot of stuff right now. And right. uh you know, right. a fair are. amount of life aggro. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we are happy to set that life aggro aside. Yes. To spend a little bit more time with you, the name of the pod, Mm -hmm. listeners, as we reflect on objects in motion and objects at rest, which, like so many episodes this season, we're doing as a twofer because they really don't, they don't make as much sense separate as they do together. Right. Right? Yeah. They they definitely, you know, they, they hit the same beats. They are addressing the same subject matter. There really isn't a division between these two even where one episode ends and the other begins i don't think is is really concrete uh, yeah having watched them both i you know I, I couldn't tell you exactly where one ended and the next one began right right uh, right so yeah 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 and it's it's all about saying goodbyes and so, right right you know roll them into one take care of everybody's goodbyes in one fell swoop right and here we go right and so what we're gonna do is kind of Look at the final disposition of our main characters, kind of what we think about that, you know, as we, because as you know, in Sleeping in Light, the episode that comes next, we're going to jump forward 20 years, basically, to the, uh, you know, to the final wrap up, as it were. Mm -hmm. But for our purposes, right, I mean, folks who are listening, you know that there's a kind of goodbye from a status of being really, really close. And then friendships and relationships morph into other things that you hope will be lovely in their own way, but that are different, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, without getting all schmaltzy, you know, Chris and I lived very, very closely together for many years Sometimes actually living in the same space. Yes. Right? Uh, but certainly in the same city and having mm-hmm. very similar interests and whatever. So there were there were times in our lives when we were very 
uh, closely integrated. Mm-hmm. And now I live in California, you live in Massachusetts, and we have uh, been able to build a an ongoing deep friendship and relationship that mm-hmm. is mediated now through distance, right? And right. you know, and, and it's it's different, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it it doesn't have the same you know tenor or tone or kind of. I, well, who knows if the if the madcap uh, franticness of it was avoidance of graduate school responsibilities oh, or, or the fact that we were in the same, you know, the same place. Right. Uh, uh, yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, exactly. and. <laughs> so uh, that's it's tough to say. But, yeah, I mean, any kind of friendship, any kind of relationship changes over the span of 20 or 30 years. That's right. That's and right. and goes through. You know, evolutions and such. I, you know, we don't have to be angry at each other for not doing the dishes when we're living on opposite coasts. That's right. We have spouses for that now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um, and and um, and you know, kind of resolving the the one mm-hmm. uh, kind of set of uh, kind of relationship realities. Yeah. Uh, doesn't really influence the the twenty years on kind of thing, right? Right, yeah. right, right. Um, you know, and I think I think that the farewells that we see as everybody's, I mean, one they're saying off saying farewell to the environment of the station, right? And and to this close network that they've had for you know some of them for five years, five six for years, a, a right? Little bit yeah. less, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, but I think it's a it's a reflection of the time that the show was made of how it really feels like a well you know farewell Stephen we'll never see you again right. kind of thing it's it's definitely a, a pre slash early internet age yeah because because if you think about it they've got these these uh broadcast the video you know, they've got FaceTime. They've got they've got galactic FaceTime. Right. You know, right. they've got Skype. You, right. You and I are watching each other and talking right now. They they very easily could uh, continue to have these kinds of you know the same kinds of discussions, the same kinds of of uh, relationship over totally. extended distances. Right. Uh, but but yet the tone of it feels like a yeah. a pre social media kind of. Yeah, kind of was, environment, you know. And it was a very different kind of thing back then. I mean, yeah, it's it's not the same as a five or six year you know, work working together, you know, through wars against the greatest evils and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, right. You know, it's it's like you know the last day of summer camp. Yeah. You know, oh, I've been with these people all summer, and they're the closest friends that I have, and I'll never have a friendship this this close or this intense again. Right. Uh, and we'll write letters, but we know we really won't. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. Yeah. And today it's just, oh, I'll, you know, I'll text you when I get home. Right. Right. So. Right. Different, different world. Yeah. Yeah. So our, our take on, on this uh, set of episodes is really going to be, how do we resolve that? You know, what, what is left of our characters now that they have been resolved in this way? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, next time we'll look at kind of what's what's left when they really turn the lights off. Right. Right. Um, so 
Uh, you know, Chris, when we normally do this kind of thing, we sort of start off with the more peripheral characters and work our way up to mm-hmm. uh, the more, you know, kind of your more majors. So uh, do we start maybe with Tessa Halloran as yeah. the most uh, kind of marginal sure. of characters, yeah, yeah. right? Do yeah. we start there? Let's do Number that. one. Number one. Number yes. one. Um She's so, a very fitting replacement. I think so, yes. And yeah. and she definitely fits better in a position of of working behind the scenes and intelligence than she is a politician. Yes. You know, she has yes. that conversa- conversation where she talks about you know, having been a soldier for so long and the the politics really don't fit and and you know Sheridan certainly understands that right you know he's right. he's we've seen an entire season where he's not really fitting in right being, right. A, right. being a being a politician mainly because he's still in the same place where he was a soldier right for so long right so right yeah. so he he's he's left having to reflect on those things in a space yeah. that doesn't really facilitate it or allow it right right. Um, No, I I think bringing her on, you know, was unexpected, uh, at least from me. Yeah, totally. Great. You know, she's here and and, what what's she going to. Oh, she ends up as as head of head of intelligence for uh, for the alliance. Oh, terrific. Great, great use. Great use of a of an already established character. Right. Right. You know, there's a there's a cementing of Mars to the interstellar alliance. Yes, it, which I think is what that's meant to make us think, mm-hmm. and uh, it's certainly persuasive to me. Yeah, because right. and we'll we'll talk about about settings and and places and uh, yeah, in we'll come to that. But uh, yeah, but uh, tying Mars to the Alliance is definitely uh, a good thing for both of them at this at this juncture. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, any comment on the? Um, uh, 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 skyrockets in flight, afternoon delight, uh, with uh, <laughs> St- Stephen Franklin, who we'll go to now. <clears throat> uh, I don't think we need to address ah, okay, about that. Okay. They, you know, they had a history. They, uh, you know, had a history. They had a history. They're, you know, they're having a, a brief, a brief uh, get together, and yeah. then psh, an hour and, and ten off. minutes. No. Yeah. Yeah. You get the lights set up. Yeah. Check. Check, yeah. please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So. Uh, and Stephen is off to his, uh, to his new, you know, very prestigious assignment back on Earth. Right. It was weird that it looked like he was on Babylon 4 <laughs> uh, when we got that last scene of him, you know, kind of, kind of working, you know. When he's walking to his shuttle or to, to his no, ship? No, no, or, no, no. Or... In, in, uh, in Objects at Rest. Okay. Yeah, we get like a one-off where he's on a sort of round green ship. Mm. And I was like, why are, we, why are we pulling up on Babylon 4? Oh, this is clearly some kind of earth, earth transport uh, that Stephen is on. He's working yeah. with another guy and, you know, papers right. everywhere kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's yeah. On the, I think that's on, yeah, it's on the transport heading to earth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Zach Allen? You know... I think Zach suddenly became hyper competent in right. these episodes, right. which 
which I think maybe they needed to do in order to justify leaving the station in good hands because <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, all of these all of these these people who are taking over for others are you know they, they we want to want we want our main characters to rest assured they're leaving everything in good hands and everything right. is going to be taken care of and if you had a a kind of bumbling not really sure of himself zach allen then that's not giving you a lot of confidence that security is going to go great but you know the right. whole right. You know, figuring out the um, that the comm link was was swapped and, you know, planning right. the ambush and you know, all right. these other things. Like, I'm like, wow, Zach is just knocking it out of the park here. Right. Which, which felt so, a little forced. It's a little unsettling. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but, we, I mean, we need the confidence that Captain Lockley is yeah. is going to be, you know, kind of in, you know, competently served. And, sure. Um, and she's certainly not going to put up with Zach Allen as you know, bumbling duffer. Very true. Right, right. And so yes. we, you know, we 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 need that kind of level of, you know, that level of confidence. Right. Um, we'll leave Lita for now. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um. Michael. Uh well, you know, Michael has one last little uh, clever bit of cleverness yes to to deploy he's um and i think he's he was he's been defined by by being clever yes throughout the series and uh you know he he gets the intel on this board and you know, delivers it in a very like this is how it's going to be fashion and right. uh yeah, it's it's a nice you know, he gets he gets a, he gets a nice turnabout on people who thought they had the drop on him. Right, right, right. Um, it is it is exactly what I expected and sort of needed to see. Yeah, of him settling into the new role, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of back to his normal level of sharpness. Right. right. Yeah, he's definitely got his mojo back at, right. at this point. Yeah, uh, you know, between getting rid of the old board and bringing on this this panel of upstarts and uh, and malcontents and, who are going to yeah, be who are going to like, keep him in check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. And I, I think I might have liked them to do a little bit more with lease. Yeah. Than they actually did. Yeah, I think she was. Yeah, I think she was there, kind of just as a as a prop to get Michael moving yeah. along. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever got too much depth on her as a character. No, unfortunately. So, yeah. Um, other than her devotion to Michael. Right. Which. So I didn't really you know, expect what, to get too much more of a of closure on her. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um. Veer got virtually nothing. No, no, I think he no. got like, he got like, you know, two lines. And even in the, the farewell montage at the end, you know, they reused the clip of him walking down the hall and, and looking at Talon. Right. So, you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> right. come on. You could have given us something else there. Right. Yeah. Right. But, you know, but again, you know, Veer is now the, the full on ambassador and. Right. Um. We don't really see him rising to the occasion, which is unfortunate. Right. There should have been something. Yeah. Right. And maybe, 
you know, maybe putting him, I might have thought about harking back to the first, you know, uh, uh, you know, the gathering Mm -hmm. or, you know, midnight on the firing line, you know, maybe, maybe Veer comes on to the, to the bridge Mm-hmm. And jawbones Corbin about something that he's doing, yeah, uh, you know, Jakar style, and then maybe you give Talon a little mm-hmm. bit of time in the Zokolo, being a yep. man of the people kind of thing, yeah, right? just to show. Yeah, you know. the the two of them, we don't really see how they're going to settle into their new roles, um, as much as we know who they were, and now they're being asked to be something very different, right? right. So. Right. It's that those, in my mind, leave a lot of open doors and a lot of, well, how's this going to go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for sure. Right. Yeah. And we, we'll come to that. Right. Um, uh, we've got uh, we've got Dr. Hobbs. Right. Who's come back, come back from uh, from when Stephen was off on his walkabout. That's right. Again. Good, good use of an established character, right? Uh, right. That that we have to kind of step up, and she always she always seemed very competent when Stephen was away. Totally. So it makes she ought to be sense. it. Absolutely. Right. right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So that that sort of holds together, right? Yep. Uh, I think my ongoing critique of the way that they use Elizabeth Lockley ah. re- remains completely underused. Right. Remains true. Totally yeah. underused. Yeah. Um. You know, we were. Uh, I was watching uh, these episodes, and John was nearby, mm-hmm. and he said, "Is is Tracy Scoggins a terrible actor, or is it the parts that she's given?" <laughs> and he so he goes back to the sort of Cat yeah. Grant stuff that we talked about yeah. at the beginning of this yeah. season. And I said, uh, you know, uh, uh, one of my themes of this whole season of Babylon 5 is that my sense is that she's much better than she's given dialogue for, she's given credit yeah. for. And if you opened that character up a lot more, it would have been it would have been to the to the betterment of season five. Mm-hmm. Right. And this episode or these episodes, uh, my position is unchanged. Right. Yeah. Give her more to do, and that's to the good. Yeah, she she seemed to be an afterthought for season yeah. five, and yeah. and I understand that uh, she was taking the place of Susan Ivanova. Right. So, but you had to take out all of the Ivanova characterization stuff, which right. left not a lot of other stuff for her to do. Right. And you really can't have a major. Uh, you know, ship or station in a sci-fi show without having a captain, even in right. passing. Uh, you know, there were definitely, and we've said all through the season, there were definitely times when the, when there should have been more involvement. You would expect there to be more involvement of a captain. Yes. Of, of the station. Yes. Uh, and and she wasn't around. Right. So, you know, I, I, think, I think it was a, there was a, a line, and I think, I think that JMS missed the mark. With Lockley. Yeah. And we'll talk more about this as we wrap up the season. But yeah. I think you either had to have a fully engaged captain or you you introduce 
someone who's kind of more of a background character, more like Corwin, who right. you know shows up every once in a while to do things, but isn't isn't given a main character status for the season. Yeah, I, we it's, totally agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jakar and Lita. Okay. Uh, a proper and fitting ending to Jakar. I believe so, and I think I think Jakar got the best dialogue, maybe of the entire series in these yes. Two episodes. Yes, his, for sure. His lines were just you know poetic and beautiful, and right. and of course, Katsulis's delivery was just perfect. You know, five stars every time he opened his right. mouth. Yeah, right. God yeah. bless all Andreas the stuff Katsoulis. about. Yeah, all the stuff. Oh, we're about to leave these walls behind. It's up to you to decide which ones you'll take with you. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, come on. That's just. That's fantastic. That's, right. That's the good stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. Um, yeah. You know, Lita, I always sort of felt like she was sort of poorly used or never used to her fullest potential. Or maybe I just want Talia Winters back. You know, I, I don't yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I think... I don't know how the direction was going towards the end here when after, when she's in the cell and when she's you know, actually leaving the station. Right. But she's got kind of that that you know simmering anger. Right. But it's but it feels flat, and uh, you know there's there's no. It, it's like there's no there's no peaks to her right. anger. It's all and when I say flat, I don't mean like it's a flat performance. I mean like it's a, just a very level emotional, but. You can tell that there's anger there, but she's not showing it. And maybe she's supposed to be restraining that level of, uh, of right. fury, or otherwise she'll blow up the entire station around her. But uh, right, yeah, I her her farewell didn't really. Yeah, you know, we we've known now for for three episodes. She keeps saying, "Well, like I can't stay here, and they can't go back to Earth." So we know she's leaving. She doesn't really have anything fond to say to anyone. Yeah, exactly. You know, since they've all treated her like garbage. <laughs> and, you know, Zach kind of pokes his head around to, to see her leave, which right. is a question of, is that because they did have a friendship a couple of seasons ago? And I think that that might have been good to pursue. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I wish they'd done more with that. Or is it that now he's head of security, he's just making sure that the main threat to the station is gone? Right. It's... Yeah. 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 Why not both? So. Uh, yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That I mean that was just one of those. One of those character decisions that we're going to come back to mm-hmm. when we talk about this program when we wrap the whole thing up. Yeah. And look at well, what if X? What if mm-hmm. Y? Right. One of yeah. my questions will be, well, what if we'd, you know, what if we'd never lost Talia Winters? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of what happens then? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not for the subject of this of this particular program, right? Right. Right. Um, Londo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gotta Londo be in Londo. Gotta get in, even though it's not under his control. Got to right. get, in, get in one last backstab. <laughs> Precisely. You know. Right. 
and and we leave Londo. I thought it was you know looking out the the porthole window of right. the ship, very deliberately echoing. I think had to be deliberate. Watching the the mass drivers hit Narn. Totally. Yeah. It can't be anything but that. No. That we're be. meant to take away, right? Yeah. Um, a, a little disturbing that Delenn clearly knows that he's got a, a keeper. There's Well, she knows there's something up, yeah. Yeah, she knows something's up. And in, I mean, why should she change after 100 episodes, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. total, total number of people that she shares this information with, zero. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, I, uh, you know, yeah. for you know, not, not you know, yeah. gestural radio is the worst radio. But I'm making the two thumbs up to Chris yeah. right yeah. now. Like, yeah, yep. you keep Del- on, Delend. Yeah, Delend things. You do Hashtag. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but yeah, Londo's. He is. You know, remember, just all whatever happens. Just remember that I was your friend. I feel like he said that already. Uh, for sure. Yeah. You know, so for sure. So it felt it felt a little a little redone here. Um, yeah, but but you know it's 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 a it's a nice gesture, a nice a nice touch before he's completely lost to the keeper. Right, right, right. Uh, who is playing the longest game? Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and, and and maybe this was a difference between nineteen ninety seven and and twenty twenty television. But you know, I, I didn't need the. I didn't need when 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 the keeper says you know, I, I forget what the line is, but it's something like you know we'll you know all will come to fruition in time. You know I didn't need the shot of the the vase. I didn't need the X-ray shot showing the keeper inside it. It's like I okay I got what was going on. Yeah, there. It, exactly. Did, did we really need to sledgehammer this home? Come right, on, right? Yeah. Um, lest you think we're 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 giving you too much credit. <laughs> Right. It is yeah. the 90s. Let us make sure it's, that you don't miss it. Don't miss right. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Audiences weren't used to that kind of thing. So Correct. Correct. I will let this one slide. Yeah, we'll let it pass for now. For now. Um, Delenn and Sheridan. And Sheridan. Um, you know, they're settling in on Minbar. They're, you know, they're happy. They're in a good place. Uh, Sheridan gets to speechify. Uh, mercy, a, mercy, t- mercy. Well, he's leaving a recording. It's just you know you can justify yeah, it that fine. way. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. And and I I honestly hadn't it, it hadn't clicked in my head him thinking oh, I've got 19 years and you know what's that going to mean for my kid? Right. You know, right. So that that was like oh yeah that's going to be a thing. Yeah, for sure. With. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if Lorian is right and there's no reason to think he isn't. Mm-hmm. Oh dear, yeah, yeah, and it's like he just thought of it, or at least that—that's how it's like. Well, yeah, you know, Londo saying, "Hey, blah blah blah, you come of age at sixteen in Centauri land." Yeah, huh? Huh? That, I had thought that about probably, that. Oh no! Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now <laughs> I've got this base to mind. sort out. I'm, oh, it's, everything's a madhouse now, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think that they'll settle in nicely, and. Hopefully, having this distance from Babylon Five will will let Sheridan be more of a politician and less of a soldier, and right. and let him focus. He's not going to go rushing off at, in the front lines on the on the first White Star. We hope, right. well, you know, right, hurtling face first into danger. Yeah, right. I mean, look, 
He will. He gets to command that white star, taking it home to Mimbar. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. Right. You know, you get to do that, and then. Nay, nay, nay. Yep. Mr. President. This is your last time. Yeah. This is it, kid. Yeah, we don't let the president fly Air Force One. Sorry to break the news to yeah, you here. I know. Drat. I know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it seemed totally fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, no, no great, uh, you know, no great surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I liked Delenn's, you know, decision to walk the length of the station. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's a fitting gesture, like a way of saying goodbye to a place. Yes. You know, I always feel if I, if I, when we move or something, you know, as I'm, as I'm carrying out the last box or walking around to make sure everything is gone, I, I like to take a minute in, in the emptiness and just stand there and look around. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to think if when I, like when I graduated and left, if I, if I walked the halls of the dorm that I had lived in and I mm-hmm. think I might've, um, but it was just a nice, it was a nice nod to some sort of ritual and Minbari are going to have rituals. Yeah, that's what uh, they of, do. Of saying farewell to a place. Yeah. In my uh, last months at UMass, mm-hmm. uh, I looked at the map of the campus to find places where I'd never been uh-huh. and went out to look at them just mm-hmm. to be in those spaces, right? You know, the yeah. buildings that were associated with the agricultural college and, mm-hmm. you know, I've never actually been inside the East Experiment Station. What sort of experiments are they doing in that in that room in that bi- in that building? Right? Was that the one that that contained all of the barrels of toxic waste? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, and well, I haven't been up to Sylvan for a long time. Why don't I walk up there and see how those people live? You know, sure. Damn, damn hippies. Yep. You know, well, uh, well, hippies lived in Sylvan in their pods. Right, you know, true the actual... lived in Butterworth, or Butter, <laughs> Butter. No, no, Butterfield. 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 Yes, right. Yeah, the actual communists lived in Butterfield. Right, right. Yeah, Maoist tendency communists lived in Butterfield. Maoist yeah. extraction communists live in Sylvan. Sure, sure. Right. This, yeah. this will all mean th- something to maybe uh, zero. You, of our you and listeners. me. That's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But really, at the end of the day, you know, we're doing this for us people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, but on. I mean, look, the, the the idea of walking the whole thing, right? Absolutely. I mean, presumably yeah. she's not walking in the, you know, in the in the Gravitics core and in the, you know, oh, sure. and, and you know, and in the, uh, you know, the, because that, you know, when I was away a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I actually bought the Babylon Five oh. role playing game book, and it has a map of the station. Sure. Right. And if you followed that map, Delenn mm-hmm. could not do what yeah. she was proposing. Yeah. Because there's all this sort of, you know, avionics and mechanics and all this kind of stuff in the back yeah. third of the station. But, you yeah, know. I'm, you walk through the power plant, walk right, through right. the, you know, the, the, the hangar bays that have no atmosphere in them. Right, you know, right. These things are challenging. Yeah, yeah. Not but, impossible, but challenging. But, I mean, clearly. Yeah. People have to be able to get there so she could right. walk it, right? You know, yeah, and I thought that was a really nice touch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've left a character to now because mm. I think we need to unpack it a little bit. Yep. And that's Lanier. Yeah. Who I think was done poor service by what they, by how this resolved. I, I definitely think so. It's understandable within the story. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's 
something he would not potentially do. I just think that when it comes to it, I would not have written that decision. I would not have written it that way. It's too. It's too far beyond the character's norms. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was going to push back on on you saying that it's some. It it that it's something that he might do, um, because yeah, it's it seems really outside of the of the realm of of his beliefs and his actions. Yes. You know, he would. Uh, he really. It seems much like he would sublimate any of his feelings and and not act upon them in this way uh you know in 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 trying to bump sheridan out of the picture because it's right. not going to help him in the end goal. right um right. i don't believe that while he's uncomfortable i don't believe that he bears sheridan any specific ill will and the man's come yeah. back from the dead once you know what makes you think it, and, and he's he's a narrowly right. escaped death right. you know 25 times what makes you think this is going to stick Right. You know, don't, right. don't, don't make this, you know, end game move un- unless you're, and then walk away and not see it through, you know? Mm-hmm. Double mm-hmm. tap to the dome, Linear, if you're going to, if you want this to be done, but no, but, but again, it's right. not in his character to do it, but it just, yeah. Yeah, it, it felt... You know, sometimes at the end of any show, they move characters in ways that don't feel authentic mm-hmm. or don't feel fair, right? Mm-hmm. And this lines up as one of those for me. This was this was like a jagged aberration. Right, right. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's... <sighs> You know, the fact that he comes back after after a minute, I think everybody occasionally has like a strange, you know, you do something and you're like, oh, my God, what was I doing? I didn't think this through. And in that one action, he's thrown so much away. Right. Uh, right. That it's just it's just breathtaking. Right. And, right. And he doesn't seem that uncautious. Exactly. That's, it that's... doesn't seem to be aligned up with who he is. Yeah, yeah. Now you might have, you might have done a little bit of the work by having him momentarily hesitate. Yeah, and then do it. Yeah, right. You know, hey Lanier, hit the access port. Yeah, freeze. Yeah, Lanier, Lanier, and then he does yeah. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then and that's then he's still... more interesting. Yep, and then he still leaves. Because he had that moment, he had that brief right, that brief pause of inaction, right. Uh, that that he that he recognizes that level of of shame in himself. And Sheridan knows. Sheridan saw it, but it's not to the extreme that it went. Right, right. In this case, uh, only Lanier fully knows. Yes. Right, and. Yeah. Sheridan can pop out and say, you know, what what the what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. Right? And Lanier yeah. can flee, yeah. right? And then Sheridan can report to Delenn, mm-hmm. right? And Lanier can call. All the other stuff yeah. can still happen. Yeah. Right? But it doesn't 
he's not so obviously guilty of something that you must not do. Right. Right. You know, and again, I think it comes back to a lot of the times the show doesn't exercise a lot of subtlety. Yeah, that's uh, what it is, isn't know, it? Same same thing as the as the the X ray on the on the vase on you know with with the the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, it's the same, isn't it? it? It's exactly the same thing, and it's a it's a product of the '90s. Uh, it's a product of maybe JMS's writing style, where something's just going to be, you know, hammered home a little harder than it needs to be. Right. And. Uh, it is what it is. You know, I think I think if he were rewriting this today, I think he would do what we're suggesting, you know, and just have that momentary hesitation. Almost certainly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Based on what we've seen him do, you know, since then. Yeah, yeah. And what, yeah. And, and what audiences expect these days. Right, yeah. If they, if, if it was handled that way, mm-hmm. it would have felt uh, really like like a criminal mis you know misservice to the character yeah. if if it was done now yeah right oh yeah that would yeah. it would i think if it were done now would you know people would be up in arms about it being hackish yeah but uh yeah yeah so um, i yeah when when it gets remade we'll see how it goes there right and we'll um, come to that on this show yeah, yeah. absolutely um absolutely so, i'm wondering yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the lurker's guide right now because of course go. i didn't do my homework before yes uh Nope. Okay. Nothing in the notes. I just wondered how people received that at the time. How audiences ah, yeah. did did they did they see it and go like that was too far, you know, that that he certainly shouldn't have have gone that far or was it like, oh, that that lines up. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Nothing in nothing in the, you know, the comments taken from whatever CompuServe uh, AOL <laughs> chat rooms or what have you. Yeah, right, right. From the depths of internet history. Yeah, that's right. Um, <clears throat> so so that's kind of where our characters are. Yeah. Where are our places? Uh, Mars appears to be in good order. Well, good order, but Earth is still not letting up the yoke. Right, right. Yeah. But Mars itself seems to be... It, well, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's getting itself together. Right. Um, and you're much like... Much like we would expect, when you when you move away from having a common enemy and a common external threat, right, you get a lot of internal disorder. Uh, yeah, disorder and Discord. the gears aren't meshing as well. Everybody has their own priorities, right? You know, see also uh, the U.S. in the '90s after the collapse of the Soviet Union, right? Yeah, you know, right. Internal politics, kind of. You know, all right, now the knives are out against each other. Yeah, that's right. This. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, not a lot about Earth. Uh, only in reflection to what's going on with Mars. I, indeed. Yeah, right. but no, nothing Nothing about the governance or really their kind of military. Are they, are they isolating? Are they, are they hunkering up much in the way that, that, uh, uh, that Centauri is? Right. Not sure. Right. Yeah. Um, we don't get a lot about the Centauri. Other than what Londo said when he was right. a giant hologram. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, the Narn are going to have to carry on without Shakar. Right. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what we'll see what that leads mm-hmm. to, right? Yeah. The Mimbari were resolved in season four. Yep. You know. 
it was odd that there was not a Mimbari ambassador among the when we had the lineup of, of our next generation of, of player characters, our our our, our replacements. For sure. There's there not a Mimbari. Yeah, there's there's no there's no ambassador, there's no like ambassador from the alliance. Right. Which is which, which is was odd. a little weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because I don't I don't think that number one is is I mean her job is not to to be a representative. She's only staying on the station because you that's where you get a lot of the good scuttlebutt. Right. That's where uh you know Sheridan puts her. Yeah. Right. So we're we're left with our places and our kind of characters with their arcs resolved, but mm-hmm. we get that final salute, mm-hmm. you know, and we get that pull up, you know, on the, yes. on the, you know, command center. Yep. And so, you know, what do you think of that show? Right. So who, who's up there? You've got Captain yep. Lockley. Yep. And Zach, Zach Allen. Yep. You've got Veer Cotto. Right. Talon. Yep. Um, Dr. Hobbs. Dr. Hobbs. Number one. Yeah. Who else was in that lineup? I think that's I think that, it. That's, I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I feel like we're forgetting somebody, but, you know, Steven's not there. He's the one we usually forget. Right. So. And Corbin wasn't there and ought to have been. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Should have been the um, XO. He ought to have been present. Yeah. Right. I thought he was even in the credits. That was weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ought to have had a Mimbari ambassador. Yeah. We ought to have had an alliance ambassador, mm-hmm. right? But again, for all of these other positions, they they brought up brought forward someone who had been active earlier in the show, mm-hmm. and and reused them in some way. And I don't know that we had any really. I don't know that we had any Minbari who were still alive that have been uh, that have been kicking around before. Right. They ought to have... Or Rangers. Yeah. Right. They ought to have maybe appointed Captain Montoya. Yeah. Right. Or they should have done better work with the Mimbari, training the Rangers at the beginning of Season 5. Right. Right. Those characters were all sort of buffoonish or... Yeah. You know. Yeah. But but I think I think Rangers and Mimbari Ambassador are two separate entities. Agreed. At this point. Agreed. So, so I, um, I, again, I think, I think we're missing three people now that, now that we think about it. Right. We should be right. There. there should be a Ranger Prime. Yep. Right. A Mimbari ambassador and a, uh, you an know, alliance. an alliance ambassador. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, maybe you could have taken one of our, one of our Drazi characters, sure. or you could have made a Pak Marah. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, you oh, know, the Pak Marah will never get respect. Right. Right. They're not or put them. Yeah. Right. Um, or I don't. I don't know. You. You. Yeah. You do something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, I certainly think that 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 show mm-hmm. would be watchable. Oh, definitely. Was, right? That's a very interesting mix of characters. Yeah. Um, and as we've said, not really sure how Talon and Veer are going to rise to the right to the occasion. Right. But both of those are really good characters. Yes. Well defined. Mm-hmm. Uh, well written. They've had good material in the past. Yeah. The Doctor certainly should provide a more stable and professional kind of context than Stephen Franklin. Yep. And I'd be, be a little roguish. Yeah. Be interested in learning more 
about her because even though she's certainly been seen as competent, I don't know that we got a lot of depth into her character. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, Zach Allen, certainly no yeah. less uh, prone to catastrophic <laughs> failure of uh, professional standards than Michael Garibaldi. Oh, it's it's uh, hard to be more, but yeah. there we go. Yeah. Um, well, he, sometimes he he sort of mentally gives way to weird weird thinking, but he yeah. appears to have grown grown out of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, no telepath. No. No, no telepath at all, which yeah. is which is telling in some ways. You know, yeah. of, of the you know, the relationship between the station and the psychor. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, all of these yeah. things being what they are, I think a season six on that station with those characters dealing with trying to proceed mm-hmm. and seeing the Interstellar Alliance work from a distance, mm-hmm. that'd be a watchable show. Oh, definitely. And yeah. and you'd have a question of what now is the purpose of Babylon 5? Is right. it still this central uh, diplomatic meeting place? Well, right. now you've got the alliance for that. So do you even need a Centauri, a Narn? Do you need all these other ambassadors, the right. non-aligned worlds? Are they even going to come to Babylon 5, or are they all going to be over on Minbar? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, presumably because you get Londo, uh, you get Veer, and you get Talon. Okay, yeah, we're going to con- be continuing that kind Something. of... Something. That kind of angle to to, a, to an element, but it's going right. to be lessened. Um, and Yeah, that and feels now, right to me. Yeah, what what role does the station serve now going right. forward? And, uh, and what's its relationship to Earth? Presumably, now that we've gotten rid of you know, all of these troublemakers, Earth is going to tighten its grip. Right. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, we, we, that's sort of what it. Yeah. What what it what it feels I, like, right? I think there's a lot of very interesting, uh, very interesting places to explore. If this were if this had gone forward into another, another season on the same, uh, on the same station. It, uh, it wouldn't have felt. I don't think it would have. Wouldn't. I don't think it would have felt stale or or rehashed. I think that there's. It's just a lot of good plot direction that it could that it could go in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do we? Uh, what else do we have? Are we there? I. Th- I think we're there in this one. I. You know. I. I liked. I liked the the goodbyes of nearly everybody. I thought that they were poetic and appropriate in most cases. Right. Um, you know, and and it was a nice. You know, it was it was not up there with Hawkeye looking down and seeing goodbye written in the rocks. Right. You know, right. You know, for sure. From from the last episode of Mash, uh, I I I think that you could have condensed these into one fairly dense episode. Uh, but but I think that stretching it out to two, you know, you're 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 kind of playing. Uh, you, I don't want to say it's grandstanding, but it's it's you know a nice long goodbye for a five year project. Right. I guess it feels it feels it feels appropriate. It feels it, in in yeah fit, fitting with the series. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it 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 feels uh, yeah. you know kind of appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, and we'll see what you know what we get on the very last right. episode of the televised program. Yeah, next week. Which, yeah, which again was filmed back at the end of season four. Right. So and takes place <clears throat> in the future. So we've got a lot of weird. Right. Conceptual time travel issues to uh, to account for. To resolve, which to resolve. we will resolve, you know, in the fullness of time. Absolutely. So um, but we'll, yeah, I, I I know I watched Sleeping in Light at the time because, hey, you know, last episode of the show, I know I'd, I yep. watched it at least for the four seasons. And, and I think I had seen these episodes. I think I watched maybe these last three kind of as a wrap up and a farewell. Um, but I, of course, don't remember anything. So I'm looking forward to, I'm really looking forward to watching uh, sleeping in light and and right. seeing how everything ties together, because if JMS has really shown talent in anything, it's in bringing together these loose threads from over the years right. and knotting it up in a very nice bow. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, which we'll see. Yes. Next time. All right. Okay. See uh, you then. Folks, uh, you know how to get in touch with us and do so. And uh, we've got. Uh, Uh, Sleeping in light next time. Bye now.